Good morning, everyone. Happy Wednesday. It's a little shy of 8 a.m. It's another beautiful fall day here in early November. This is Pastor Tony coming to you from the pastor's office here at St. Paul. It's Wednesday, so let's hear the gospel reading for this upcoming Sunday. And this Sunday is a bit of a transitional Sunday for us in that it is the last Sunday in ordinary time for quite a few quite a few weeks, uh, quite a few months even. Um, next Sunday, the 21st, we will head for Christ the King Sunday, which is properly the last Sunday uh, after Pentecost. Um, but of course, that's a festival day. And then after that, we have Advent, Christmas, Epiphany, time after Epiphany, and uh, and make our way towards Lent. So we're really gearing up for the heart of the uh, the church's liturgical and really story year as we uh, as we round the corner into the new church year, as it were, new lectionary year, and a uh, I think a new time for us as a church, especially um, you know us here at St. Paul as a congregation, but really the uh, the church in many places. As uh, God willing, we enter into a new phase. Um, returning to some of those things we love, engaging in new things um, that are yet before us. So I think there's a lot of hope and uh, and pen or, um, waiting hope, sort of, certainly with Advent, but a lot of hope for uh, the days and weeks and months to come that, that gosh, is just a, uh, it's a welcome relief and a welcome sign. But this Sunday as it is, is the last Sunday in green. It's the last Sunday that we're going to be in Mark. And, uh, and this is the reading that we end with in Mark, somewhat of a, uh, well, a less than, I suppose you could say a less than gospel-filled gospel, as it were, um, but that's what we have. So here we are, the reading for November 14th from the Gospel of Mark, here in the 13th chapter. As Jesus came out of the temple, one of his disciples said to him, Look, teacher, what large stones and what a large building. Then Jesus asked him, Do you see these great buildings? Not one stone will be left here upon another. All will be thrown down. When he was sitting on the Mount of Olives opposite the temple, Peter, James, John, and Andrew asked him privately, Tell us, when will this be? And what will be the sign that all these things are about to be accomplished? Then Jesus began to say to them, Beware that no one leads you astray. Many will come in my name and say, I am he, and they will lead many astray. When you hear of wars and rumors of wars, do not be alarmed. This must take place, but the end is still to come. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be earthquakes in various places. There will be famines. This is but the beginning of the birth pangs. The gospel of the Lord. As I mentioned, not the not the heaviest on gospel from this gospel reading, at least in terms of the way that... Uh, Lutherans understand gospel, this good news of Jesus Christ. Although I think there's always a way that we can look to the words of Jesus and uh, and reach for the, the hope and comfort and promise that's found there. Um, one way that we can find hope and promise here is simply that all these stones of these buildings will be thrown down. And that can seem destructive. Um, it could seem disruptive. But sometimes there is a goodness to disruption. Sometimes there is a goodness to change, especially when um, it humbles us to understand who we are uh, in comparison to God, who we as humanity are. Sometimes the things that we put stock in and the things that impress us are, are not divine, are not divine. They're man-made and they're ordinary. And especially when those are the type of uh, great things, great institutions, great buildings, um, 
you know, great theories when they are the types of things that are actually not not working for the benefit of God and God's people, then the idea of those things being thrown down can be a uh, well can be a welcome disruption and even a welcome level of destruction. So I suppose that's one of the ways that we can look at these words of Jesus and and be reminded um, and humbled, um, but also receive a promise of of what might be that even the great things that we look upon as great, um, they are they are temporal, they are temporary. God is forever. Here at the end of the reading, Jesus obviously um, is answering this question to his disciples. Um, they are curious as Christians have always have been, when is it gonna be, when is it gonna be, when is it gonna be? And of course here in the gospels, just as Paul affirms in his epistles, we don't get an answer to that. And that has been frustrating. And that of course has led many astray by false, uh, false teachers who have you know, sort of famously said, oh, I can tell you exactly what it is. I've always been, I've always been a little bit, um, you know, saddened and I suppose tickled by that because Jesus is pretty clear. You don't get to know. And anyone saying that you get to know, they're not being honest with you and they're not being straightforward. And even all these things that he mentions um, that will take place, this isn't a roadmap. This isn't a, um, you know, this isn't a puzzle that is set before us that if we only can figure it out and place the pieces together, we'll find an answer. No, what Jesus is saying is all these things are going to happen, um, but you still don't get to know. And actually, he says, do not be alarmed. Do not be alarmed by these things. A, they must all take place. And B, none of them, none of them are going to be indicative of the time and the way that Jesus will return and that uh, the new heaven and the new earth will appear and God will, God will renew and revive all that is wrong with creation. So, there is, a, there is a certain sort of gospel in this as well, that uh, we live in faith. We live in faith, and faith is the, um, the knowledge of those things we can't see and those things that we can't know necessarily, and that's challenging for us as rational and logical human beings. But at the same time, there is a peace that surpasses all understanding when we come to trust in, in Jesus and in his words, that um, we don't have to be on guard or on edge or... or um, trying to be deliberative and in, in figuring out those things that were not meant to be figured out by us to begin with. Some things are known to God, and uh, making a peace with that can be a bit of good news. So that's the gospel reading on this last ordinary, regular Green Sunday here in the church year. Um, I look forward to seeing you on Sunday. As a reminder, if you uh, are going to be bringing in food for the Thanksgiving baskets. That's great. We're going to be collecting that for two more Sundays. So this Sunday, the 14th and the 21st, the list can be found on Facebook or in the bulletin when you come to church. Um, let's have a great year of assembling our Thanksgiving baskets for the people here in our community. Why don't we end with a word of prayer? The Lord be with you. Most gracious Heavenly Father, we give you thanks for the promise found in your word, the promise of salvation and of resurrection the promise of peace that surpasses all understanding. In spite of what the world has thrown at us, will throw at us, we know that you are with us. You send your Holy Spirit to your church to be our comforter and our guide. Open our hearts and our minds this day and forevermore so that we might follow in the way that you have walked, that we might follow and live in the will of God. All this we pray in the name of Jesus, our Lord. Amen.